0: Pastor Bobby has been talking to us about what our response should be, and it's basically worship and obey. That's what it is. Now, our Presbyterian friends through the uh, Westminster Confession have have succinctly put it down, and the first step is... What is the chief and highest end of man? To glorify God God and enjoy enjoy Him forever. Worship and obey. So bear with me now. I'm going to go through some history, and and we'll set the stage for something that's coming later. But uh, you probably won't see any any why I'm going there right now, but I think it'll make sense in a little bit. <clears throat> the Lord told the children of Israel to build a tabernacle, build an ark, and He told them exactly how to do it. He got it straight from God Himself and they built it. And they used it for the 40 years that they wandered in, in the wilderness. When they got to Jericho and, and <clears throat> and uh, Joshua was fixing to take them across the ark went first and and then, then the people went the ark was at Shiloh according to Joshua 18 and it was at Shiloh for about 400 years when we pass uh, go through the judges and we get to 1 Samuel we have the story of Hannah and Levi and and Samuel. And it was at Shiloh where uh, Levi, um, excuse me, Hannah and her husband went year by year where Samuel was dedicated to the Lord and he served and grew up to be a servant of God at Shiloh. Then we have right before Saul was king and uh, that was the story that Samuel didn't want to do, but the Philistines were uh, batting at their door, and they didn't have a leader, so to speak, at that point. Spiritual leader was Samuel, but they didn't have a, well, he was young at that point, but they didn't have a leader, so they said, well, we're going to go fight the Philistines, and let's take the Ark of the Covenant with us, because God will go before us, because that's, that's what we do. And they did, and God uh, allowed them to be defeated, and the ark was captured. And after that time, Eli, his two sons were killed in the process. They had been there with the ark. Uh, They were not qualified, according to God. And Eli fell over backwards, and he died when they heard that the ark of the covenant was captured. It was with the Philistines for a while, and you know the story there about Dagon and 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 the tumors that broke out on the Philistines and all that kind of stuff. And it says, we're going to send it back to I- Israel. We don't want it. And they made a cart, and they took two milk cows and hooked to the cart, and, and it said, go. <laughs> And it says that was part of the show that if the cows would pull the cart to the Philistines, they knew it was the right thing to do, and they did. They took it, and it was at Abimelech's house, uh, excuse me, about, uh, let me get my words right here. Uh, Nahab, he was at Nahab's house for 20 years. It was at Dahab's house for 20 years. Fast forward to when David was king, he wanted to bring the, the Ark to Jerusalem because at that time, um, there, the, the moving of the Ark was not uh, part of the big deal. So uh, that's where the Ark of the Covenant it was and then David um, moved, moved it to Jerusalem um, in in his early in his reign. Now, look at this sheet that I passed out for you. Uh, look, go back to the last page, the page four, not the page four of the of the sheet, because I I need to tell you where I got it because some of it doesn't make sense. I want you to read it. Um, Douglas Sheen O'Donnell, or Sean O'Donnell, this is a 12-week study he did in 2015. And I've given, I've given you the, the, the link on, on the web where you can find it. So I want you to know that what I have copied here is what he did. So it's week one of a 12-week study of Psalms. But it's a pretty good introduction, and that's, I've, I've told you before that I've never had an original thought, but I steal everything that I think that's good. So this is part of it here. So we'll we'll see about, about uh, Psalms. Now, there's several things we want to tell you about Psalms. Of all the, the things that are quoted in the New Testament, all the Old Testament books that were quoted in the New Testament. Psalms is number one. It has been quoted 68 times in the in the in the New Testament. Isaiah has been 55 times. Deuteronomy 44, Genesis 35, Exodus 31, Levit- Levit- Leviticus 13, Proverbs 8, Zechariah 7, Hosea 6, and Jeremiah 5. So out of the, all the Old Testament, the top ten um uh old testament books that have been quoted psalms is the best or has been quoted the most now um the the we know more about psalms today because of the dead sea scrolls now the dead sea scrolls were were found uh on the north shore of the dead sea in about a nine-year, ten-year period from 1947 to 1956, and and there's, there's parts of every book of the of the Old Testament in those Dead Sea Scrolls in those jars that they found. There were many, many copies of uh, pieces of copies and full copies of the Book of Psalms, which validated everything that we have in our canon today. Now, um, it's 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 good, you know. Like we talked about before, and Art has mentioned, you know, some of our Mormon friends come up with some stuff that can't be validated. Well, the scripture can always be validated, and it has been. Okay, let's let's go to this page that I've I've given you, and uh, and the Book of Psalms is basically. Uh, for the Jews was a hymn book. Now, you know, we we in our culture, we've taken our Bibles and our hymn books and that's been our worship. Uh, worship change has changed. It's changed from the day that the Psalms were given. It's changed in our lifetime and no doubt it'll continue to evolve. You know, um, we don't use the hymnal too much anymore we put it up on the screen and we understand that Pastor Bobby resists putting scripture on the screen for a reason he wants you to bring your Bible and open your Bible and follow your Bible in in the in the uh, in the time of uh, of worship uh, a lot of people, put it on the screen, and and what happens is, slowly, you don't bring your Bible. Kind of like the blind man said some day, he was walking to church one day, and he had his Bible under his hand, and he said, under his arm, and he says, where, why are you taking your Bible? You can't read it. He says, I just want everybody to know whose side I'm on. <laughs> so. So, but you need, to, you need to be able to navigate your Bible, and you need to find what, what it is. And that's why, purposely, um, we don't put it up on the screen. Okay, so let's start here with what uh, Mr. O'Donnell has said. Most Christian, the Psalms are familiar. Um, in the original se- setting and certain geographical places, theological themes, ancient poems, and musical terms like "sila." Now, there's, if, if you have a New American Standard and you're following it at the top of your New American Standard, it gives about four little things that, that it, it is. We don't pronounce Sheila, Selah. S-E-L-A-H. When you're reading it and it comes to it, just skip it. What they tell us, that is a, that is a musical pause. That's what, that's what it was in, in the time. There's another one, M-A-S-K-I-L, and you'll see them when we go through uh, the book of Psalms. It's a, it's a skillful psalm or contemplative psalm. There's another word that's used, M-I-K-H-T-A-M, and it is, it is possibly a poem or an, an atonement psalm. But this is just some helps when you're reading uh, to know what, what the, book, the book is saying. Skip about down to the middle pages. I'm not going to insult your tel- intelligence to read this. But look about the middle page, uh, middle, the second paragraph about the middle uh, part of it, the Psalms. The Psalm is a collection of 150 poems that express a wide variety of emotions, including love, adoration toward God, sorrow over sin, dependence on God in desperate circumstances, the battle of fear and trust, walking with God even when it seems dark, Thankfulness for God's care, devotion to the Word of God, confidence in the eventual triumph of God's purposes in the world. Now, he also, the writer of this um, article, mentions the ESV Study Bible, and if you in, if you have a ESV Study Bible, a lot of what he has said is taken directly from that study Bible. Um, and so we, we just acknowledge that, that, that that's there. Okay, down the last paragraph, uh, placing it in the larger story, through history, God has been fashioning a people for himself who will love and obey him and who will express and nurture their corporate life in gathered worship. So we're coming back to what we've been taught and what Pastor Bobby's trying to get through our thick heads—that worship and obey is where we are to be. Now, page two. I've highlighted here the uh, the key verse for the Book of Psalms, and it's uh, it's the last verse in the psalm. It's a very Psalm one fifty six. It's the last verse there is. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. This is, this is the key to the whole thing. and We'll say a little bit more about that in, in, in just a minute. All right. <clears throat> the individual Psalms come from diverse periods of Israel's history from the time of Moses, David, and Solomon down to the exile and post, post-exile times. Okay, now the red that you see there is Bill. And I'm going to read it without without going to the red part, and then we're going to come back and look at the red part. 116 of the Psalms have titles. According to those titles, David is the most common author. He appears in 73 titles, and the New Testament adds two more. Uh, other authors in, include the son of Kohath, um, Aspeth, A-S-A-P-H, Solomon, Moses, um, and others do not identify the author at all. Uh, for a number of, of David's psalms, we're given in context in the penning of the particular psalm. Um, However, the historical context of most of the Psalms is unknown or vague, which allows for, (laughs) first time I've seen this, elastic application to every reader at all times, everywhere. So, I need to comment a little bit about about this, because um, um, just... Uh, open. I believe I've, I've chosen Psalms 42. Um, go to the pa- the back page. I'm at page four, and I've got some notes down there. I said 4G notes, chapter 42. All right, go go to chapter 42, right quick, and we'll see. Um, it's the beginning of book two and we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, I've called it publisher's notes. It depends on what, what text you're looking at. But if you're, if you're following in your Bible and it's a NIV, you don't have anything. <laughs> that's, that's what I've said if you have an ESV it says under Psalms 42 why are you cast down O my soul if you have a new American standard it says thirsting for God in trouble and exile if you have a new King James it says yearning for God in the midst of distress does anybody have anything else that's said there Okay, these are publishers' notes. These these didn't come from from scripture. These, we don't we don't know that. But also there in Psalms 42, it says for the choir director, and M A S K I L, which we said is um, is um, possibly a contemplative psalm. Uh, of the sons of Korath. Do y'all have that in your Bible? You have that in your Bible, okay. So not all all Psalms have this, this little comment that I'm calling publisher's note and the EIV probably has got it right. Uh, the other publishers just put their ideas in there and and they agree pretty much with what I'm seeing. ESV, New American Standard, the new King James, all have a similar thing. But um, we see here that for the choir director, um, the sons of Kohath. So this Psalm, the 42nd Psalm, is attributed to be written by the sons of Kohath. Now back to page two on your notes. Okay. the one reason that I'm spending a little time on this thing is that a lot of the people have said and you probably heard it that David wrote all the Psalms he didn't he wrote about 75 people agreed with and he's the biggest writer of the book of Psalms but it's not the Psalms of David have you heard that that's not totally true because it's he didn't write them all, but he wrote the majority of them. Now, <clears throat> uh, go to First Chronicles, and we're going to r- run some scripture there. Uh, that's uh, you got Samuel, and you got Kings, and then you go to Chronicles. It's to the left in your scripture. Go to chapter six, First Chronicles. First. First Chronicles chapter 6. I want you to read all those names. There. Yes, ma'am. All right, yeah. <laughs> My tongue doesn't go that way, Pat. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> chapter 6, verse 16. The sons of Levi were Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. Now, going back again in history, the Kohath people, when Moses told them the tabernacle, their responsibility was to take the articles of the holy place to move it wherever they were going to go. That that, that was their responsibility, the, the family of the Kohathites. They took the lampstand, they took the the labor they took the all all the articles there in in the um, um, in the holy place. Now the the priest had already covered up the ark of the covenant, and they didn't they didn't take that, but they took everything else in there. That was their job. All right now, all right now we're we're down and David is king. The ark is in Jerusalem so look at verse 31 of chapter 6 now these are those who David appointed over the service of the song in the house of the Lord after the ark rested there they ministered with song before the tabernacle of the tent of meeting until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem and they served in their office according to their order these are those who serve with their sons. From the sons of a Kohathite were Herman the singer, his son of Joel, and so forth. Uh, you look down at you, verse 34, you have E L K A N A H. You go on down to verse 39, and we have Herman's brother, A S A P H. Okay, why is that important? Because go to the page in, your, in what I handed you out, the last page, the fifth page, which is um, gotquestions.org. And we see here that David wrote, and uh, we agree with him, the 75 Psalms. Uh, Aspeth, A-S-A-P-H wrote 12 the sons of Korath wrote 11 Hermine, this fellow that's mentioned here is a singer, wrote 1 Solomon wrote 2 Moses wrote 1, Ethan wrote 1 and we have 48 that we don't know who who wrote them so that's there Uh, so when you look at this page and you go back to page, the second page, <laughs> he starts off in the paragraph, he said, 116 Psalms have titles. Well, if you add that up, and I went through them, that, that doesn't jihaw. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, that, I'm, just, I'm just telling you that. Okay, now, <clears throat> look at First Chronicles 15. Just go over a few pages. First Chronicles 15 to pages 16, 15, 16. Um, 1 Chronicles 15, verse 16. Then David spoke to the chief of the Levites to appoint their relatives, the singers, with the instruments of music, harps, lyres, loud-sounding cymbals, to raise sounds of joy. So the Levites appointed Heman uh, and his relative, A-S-A-P-H, and I'm y'all forgive me for not being able to pronounce these, and skip down to verse 19. So the singers were, and Ethan was appointed to sound a loud cymbal of bronze. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, David, we know from a boy, learned to play the harp. And that's what got him into the king's presence, Saul's presence, because uh, he played it, and he played it well. And, and it soothed Saul, you know. So it was very, music was very important to David, and he, he saw that when it, came to, when it came to corporate worship, that he appointed these people from Kohath, which had a history with the tabernacle, and going, coming forward, he says, you're going to be the singers, you're going to be the choir, now things have changed through the years, you know, and I, I suppose it depended on where you lived in some cases. When I grew up and in the church I attended as a boy, we had an organ and we had a piano, and that was it. We didn't have any symbols. What did what did they say? We didn't have any symbols, harps, lyres, or or. Uh, or that you know we didn't. I, I didn't know anything about it. Um, on occasion, with a, a youth group going out to a fire pit, sometime you might somebody might take a guitar. Well, guitars are very prominent in worship today. How many churches have you gone in that have an organ? Um, Calvary and. Charlotte's got a beautiful organ. It's on the list of the top 10 in the country, but they don't play it every Sunday. I think I'm right there. But they have, they have, they do have their own guitars and that kind of thing. So just like we've gone away from the hymn book, we've gone away from what I grew up with ha- having, but worship and music is very, very important to us. I've told you many many times i have i know m- many more songs I remember them and they minister to me much many more songs than I do sermons in fact I can't remember many sermons but anyway uh, uh, there's there are a few that that have rung my bell but 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 more times than not we have we have uh, music. I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something to you, but sometimes we we have the piano playing uh in the background of somebody speaking. I have a hard time listening to somebody speaking because I'm listening to the words and re, re, I'm singing the song that the girl's playing. You know, whoever's playing. You know. Uh but that's that's me. I, I I connect with music. It 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 appeals to me. It it brings comfort to me. Now, y'all know I'm a Gaither freak, and I enjoy Gaither music. But when I was sick, and 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 uh, and we put the the videos on there, and they were on a loop, and we just went from one to another. I kind of got tired of the Southern Gospel because they kept talking about heaven and I wasn't ready to go. <laughs> so, so you, 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 but but some of the old majestic songs like you know, uh, uh, holy, 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 and Keith Green has got a version of that that rings my bell and always has. You know, a mighty force, a mighty fortress is my God. Those, those old hymns really, really go. And yet, lately, some of the ones we sang on uh, Maundy Thursday, you know, thank God for the blood of Jesus. You know, I, I thank Him for His shed blood and for what He's done for us. So there are new songs that are coming on as we go. So as we go through the book of Psalms, remember it's a hymn book it's basically what the jews had as a hymn book now you you can read i encourage you to read the rest of what what i've sent then they broke this thing down into five books as you see on chapter 42 that's the beginning of the second book the second book but but it's all about it's all about um It's all about praise unto the Lord. All about praise. Um, Scholars have kind of said that Ezra, you remember Ezra, they found the book of the Lord in the temple and they brought it to Ezra when he went back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple at the time after the captivity. And he, they stood all day and listened to Ezra read the scriptures. They said Ezra probably had something to do with putting the book of Psalms together. All these collections, all these writers, they put, put the book of Psalms together. We don't know, uh, and it doesn't really matter, but, but, they're, but they've been there for a long, long time, and God's blessed them now let me talk a little bit about this the four book five books and um let me see go to page um three um as you get started down there and then go to Psalms 41 that 13 and uh we'll we'll chase these scriptures right quick um You with me? All right. <clears throat> Psalms forty-one thirteen is the last verse in the first book. And it says in my Bible, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. And the end of the second book is in Psalm 72. Psalm seventy two. The last two verses, are 18 and 19 of that. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone works wonders. And blessed be His glorious name forever. And may the whole earth be filled with His glory. Amen and amen. And we can go through the other ones, but the theme of the whole thing is Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. This is Israel's hymn book and yet it applies to us today because we are grafted in uh, we're grafted in as Paul tells us uh, in Romans uh, we're grafted in the vine uh, so this is what we know so um, read, read this thing and when you get you a cup of coffee and in your easy chair sometimes across the week and, and read this and this is the foundation of the book of Psalms and realizing that that it it's, was written to be sung it was written to be played it was written uh, for a lot of different things we have talked about that when Hannah uh, had Samuel she she Wrote a song into the Lord, and then when Mary was uh, knew that she was uh, expecting the Lord, you know she wrote a song, and 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 several times Moses wrote a song to to kind of get the people together, uh, and uh, so uh, this is this is where we are in uh, this study. Now what we're going to do, we're going to Art and I've said that we'll. We can't cover all 150 for a variety of reasons, um, but we're, we're going to dedicate 26 weeks. We're going to, uh, half of the year, we're going to dedicate 26 Sundays to the study of the book of Psalms. Now next week, we're going to look at Psalms 1 and Psalms 2 uh, next week, and then um, uh, whatever art does, we won't duplicate, but... He's gonna do his thing and I'm gonna do my thing. And so uh, there's a lot of good stuff uh, here. Uh, I'm gonna to try to pick out some that I can play some music to. Uh, we've got several of the Psalms that have been put to music and, and uh, I've told you why I'm gonna do that. So uh, anyway, that's, that's where we are. So this is the introduction to the book of Psalms. I'm looking forward to it. It's an interesting book. it's a it's it's an old book and there's a lot we can learn from the book of Psalms any questions? Comments? okay let's go to the Lord Father we thank you we thank you for loving us and we thank you for being with us and we thank you for for caring for us and uh, Father we know that the Psalms give us comfort and they give us peace and So, Father, encourage us. As we go to the further service, we ask that you be with everything that's said and done and sung and preached and proclaimed, and we'll just be careful to praise you in and through it all. For it's in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Great right. to